Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we've been going through looking at this idea of becoming an apprentice of Jesus. We laid out three steps that will help us to do this, to be with Jesus, secondly, to become like Jesus, and thirdly, to live like Jesus. Now, we've spent some time already on the idea of being with Jesus, and I said on the on our episode on Tuesday that we we're going to launch into this next step of becoming like Jesus, but I'm sorry to say that we're going to have to hit pause on that for a few weeks. Because what I want to do is go back and revisit one of the episodes we talked about, and it was this title, Too Too Busy to Be with Jesus. And I want us to spend some time here because I believe this is maybe the greatest enemy, our biggest obstacle, our biggest distraction to spiritual growth in our spiritual life. I believe it is the greatest thing that will hinder us from becoming a true follower of Jesus Christ, from being able to take our next step. And so I want to spend a little time here over the next few weeks talking about this idea of busyness, but also giving some practical life habits, life principles, uh, life practices, if you will, that we can implement into our lives that will help us to reduce the busyness in our lives that will in turn help us to be a greater follower of Jesus Christ. When we're talking about this idea of busyness, many times we don't even realize it's going on. Why? Because our culture is hardwired. I mean, it is 24-7. It is barely enough that to Walmart and stores and uh, our culture will slow down enough even to celebrate the main holidays like Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, or New Year's. Uh, Everything is busy. Everything is hurried. It's lightning fast. It's, hey, 3G wasn't fast enough. Let's get LTE. Let's get 5G. Uh, How can we go faster? How can we do this? How can we multitask? All this stuff. And I'm not saying it's all bad, but everything is in this busy, hurry state. It's always going. Nothing is ever stopping. Nothing is ever static. Even the book of Proverbs talks about that, how everything is constantly moving forward. Nothing is ever sitting still. But in that, in this culture that we live in, we can't pull ourselves out of it. I mean, we live here in it, but you and I have to figure out how to live righteously, godly. We have to learn how to live in a way where we can enjoy life. We can fulfill the purpose that God has given us, or else this fast-paced, busy, 24-7 culture is just going to zap us dry. And one thing I said in that previous episode is this, we have totally equated success with busyness. I hear so many times, and I've just paid more attention over the last few weeks to this, and as I've sat down with uh, different people that are dear to me, people that are great friends, people that I respect, I get this idea that they are just overwhelmed with busyness. They, they, they don't have any margin in their life. They're, they're running, 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 and many of it is good things. But I hear this, hey, how are you doing? I'm busy. Hey, how, how are things going? Busy. We're busy. How are things going with the family? Busy. How are things going with work? Busy. And we're always constantly answering it. And I do the same thing. I catch myself, and I've got to stop answering with busy because busyness is not success. It's not how things are going. In reality, it's just me trying to portray or me trying to say, hey, I just got so much going on. Just look at me. We're super successful We've got because we got so much going on. But that's it. And when we get like that, we are missing the point. We are missing what is most important. 
And I said earlier that God is really leading me personally kind of on a journey, and I'm trying to navigate that and and share that, if you will, through our podcast episodes. Uh, But there's too many times through life that I get to a point of it just becomes a machine. Monday through Sunday, Monday through Sunday, this, 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 this. And you begin to realize there's no enjoyment. That all your every waking hour is filled. It doesn't mean it's not filled with good stuff. It doesn't mean we're not supposed to work. But when you cannot enjoy what God has given us, when your soul on the inside begins to get unhealthy, when the busyness, as we're going to talk about, begins to cut off key things in your life, then busyness is a problem. And we're allowing ourselves to become too busy. And I feel that many of us, are missing all that God has for us because we are too busy to see it or we're too busy to even slow down to enjoy it. We're missing those enjoyment points of life. And some of you who are listening, maybe right now you're even miserable with life. You're tired of life. You're missing the joy. You're missing the peace. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret as we go through this. The solution is not more time. Many times we think, man, if I just had more time in a day, more time in a week, We would fill it with the same busy stuff. So the solution is not more time. Now, Psalm 46.10 says this, Be still and know that I am God. What is the requirement or the prerequisite for knowing God? Being still. What is the opposite of being still? It is busyness. Galatians 5.22 tells us this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentle, gentleness, goodness, faith. When I hear those words, I don't know about you, but nothing about those words love, joy, peace, long-suffering. It's even hard for me to read the verse fast. But nothing about those words make me think about a hurried life, a distracted life, a life that is consumed with so much busyness that it can enjoy love, true love, because you understand love takes time. Joy. That's what business busyness robs. It robs our joy and peace. Man, where do you find peace in, in busyness? So what is life really about? Ask yourself that question. What is the real purpose of life? I mean, why are we here? Why are you here? Are you fulfilling your greatest purpose? Are you fulfilling the role that God placed you here for? Or are you just on the roller coaster of life? And when you're screaming at the operator, he just won't stop. And unless you jump off, uh, there's no way to get off. And that's the way life feels many times for me. It just goes and everything is uh, goes from being very productive, very joyful, to all of a sudden this busyness sucks the life out of life. So let's talk about three things here, uh, three different effects that busyness has on our life. We'll talk about the first one on this episode, and then on uh, Tuesday's episode next week, we'll talk about the next two. But the first one is this, busyness and sin produce the same effect. Now think about that. We're going to talk about three ideas below this, but we're talking about busyness and sin are equated. Business and sin produce the same effect. Now what effect would busyness and sin produce? Well, number one is this, It cuts off your connection with God. Think about that just for a moment. We understand sin separates us from fellowship with God. We saw that with Adam and Eve in the garden. 
God gave them uh, the command to enjoy everything in the garden except for one tree. And he told them what the consequences would be. And we see Eve eat of the tree. We see Adam eat of the tree. And immediately they realized their nakedness. Immediately they did what? They went and hid from God. Why? Because sin broke their connection with God. Thankfully, Jesus Christ came to restore this broken connection. And if you've accepted the free gift of eternal life, that connection has been restored. And we're thankful for that. But did you, do you understand, even as we go through in our Christian life, if you are a believer, you are a Christian, that we understand still sin that we would fall into can break our fellowship with God? It doesn't mean we lose our relationship with God, but it does break our fellowship with God. It breaks our connection to God. Because the same way, because Adam and, uh, Adam and Eve were embarrassed, they were guilty, their conscience was speaking to them. They did what? They separated themselves from God. God never left. God was there. And they who? They hid themselves. So many times you and I hide ourselves from God because of sin. But on the flip side of that, busyness cuts off our connection with God. You see, it's the busyness of life that removes our focus off of what is most important. You know, many times we think we can multitask. We can do multi-things at one time. That is nothing but a myth. You and I are wired and geared to do one thing at a time. And busyness does this. It clouds out what is important. And in our busy lives of, hey, we're so busy and 24-7 and this is going on. I've got the career. I've got family. I've got hobbies. I've got sports. I've got church. I've got ministry. I've got this. I've got this. And we're busy with good things. But then these good things begin to fight with God's place in our life. You see, the busyness begins to hinder, begins to smother, begins to suffocate our connection with God because we only have X amount of time in our life. And what you and I give our attention to, what we give our time to is what's important to us. And if we're not careful God will not have his rightful place in our lives. Why? Because of busyness. Because we've allowed a hundred other things to take his place. And when people ask, hey, how are things going? We're busy. How are things going in church? Hey, we're, we're busy, man. We're getting this done, this done. How are things going in your spiritual life? Oh, busy, busy, busy. No, I'm being still so that I can know who God is. You say many times these things are good things. But anything that takes the place of God in our life is what? It's an idol. And God has given us commands that we're not to have idols. And I understand we may not carve them out, but you and I create idols in a busy, hurried life. We create idols uh, when we put anything in the place of God, whether that's your career, whether it's your schedule, whether it's sports, whether it's school, no matter what it is. When those things get top priority over God in our life, or we have so many of those things going on in our life, and we're really not trying to give them top priority over God, but those many things begin to cloud him out and break connection with him, then they are an idol in our life. But we justify it. We justify it so easy because we're just busy and that's the way life is and there's nothing you can do and that's culture today and I just I have all these things that must be done. But everything that we do is a choice. You and I choose what we do. You and I choose how much attention. And you and I choose how much time we would devote to these things. What I'm trying to say to you is uh, busyness can have devastating effects on our life. We think it's good. We think it's profitable. We think it's success. But if we're not careful, it begins to cut off our connection with God. 
You see, this is not the way God designed life. Think about this before we finish up here. Think about all, think about how God instituted the Sabbath for Israel. Remember, Jesus even said, look, the Sabbath wasn't made for man. Man or man wasn't made for Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man. What does it mean? God designed life that you and I need times to stop the busyness, the hurriedness of life. Think about all the feasts in the Old Testament that Israel would sit down, all the great big state holidays, if you will, where they had days off and a week off, and all they did was relax and feast and, and worship. Why? To cut the busyness, because God knew the busyness would rob their lives of joy, of peace, of love. We're going to talk about that. Not only does it cut off our connection with, with God, it cuts off our connection with people, and it even cuts off our connection with ourself, our own soul. And so we want to talk about that in our upcoming episode uh, next week. But the purpose of, those, of the Sabbath, the purpose of the feast was to do what? It was to slow down. It was to connect with God. And remember how he is in our lives. And for you and I today, maybe you're listening. Maybe you say, look, I don't feel that hurry. That's great. Let's, let's keep it that way, right? Let's don't allow ourselves to get on the, uh, the roller coaster or the merry-go-round of life where it just becomes a machine and it literally just churns through with no joy and you feel purposeless and you just, you just feel like you can't uh, get off. Or maybe you're listening and you say, yeah, this, this is me. I mean, I'm just, I mean, life is just dreadful sometimes. It just feels like it's just a grind. Uh, and I just don't feel the joy in it. Can I say this? God did not create your life to feel that way. As we're going to be an apprentice of Jesus Christ, that's not the way that he lived life. Jesus worked hard, but Jesus was not hurried. Jesus, if you asked him, hey, how are things going? He would not have responded, hey, you're just so busy, so busy. That's not how he would respond because that's not the life that he lived. So join with us on our episode next week as we look at this idea of what business does is it cuts off our connection with people and it would even go so far even to cut off the connection with ourselves. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.